This episode of Kids Talk Media is a little different. Rather than a conversation with kids, I wanted to share with you an experience I recently had in trying to record an episode of the podcast. Please note that as I tell you the story, I'm intentionally using no descriptive pronouns as much as possible to keep the identity of everyone private. Over the past few years, I've recorded over 20 episodes of Kids Talk Media, but recently and for the first time, I removed an episode of the podcast that had previously been released due to the parents' reaction. I wanted to share the experience of what led me to that decision. It relates to kids and media and parents and, well, I thought it'd be worth exploring. Over the years, I've met with all different types of kids and all different types of parents. I've interviewed children who said things I thought their parents would be surprised about. And I've interviewed kids who said things that seemed completely predictable. But in all cases, the parents seem to have appreciated the experience and the insights they gained when listening to their children talk about their media use. And then they ultimately shared the podcast openly. But that's not what happened in this recent podcast experience. After recording what I thought was a delightful interview and meeting lovely children and lovely parents and ultimately releasing the podcast, I received an email from a parent of one of the children asking me to take the podcast down. This parent was quite upset because the parent felt the child was exaggerating what they told me about their media access and possibly even lying about it. This was communicated by the parent to me in an email. I was so surprised. The interview seemed completely typical to me, and the children did not convey anything that seemed out of the realm of possibility for children their age. I wrote an email reply to the parent reminding them that listeners of the podcast would not know who they were, or the parents. I'm very careful about not sharing private information about any of the children. I don't share last names or identifiable locations, like a, like a school name. The next day, the parent sent a second email expressing more strongly that the podcast must be removed. In that moment, I really struggled with what to do. Before I record any of the podcasts, parents are required to sign a release. The release gives me permission to interview their child and share the podcast and use it in whatever way I choose. Complicating my decision was my own feeling that the child and the child's friend were telling the truth. The children talked about their access to TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, and YouTube. I didn't initiate the conversation about social media. They brought it up. And once they did, I asked for more details. The children's responses were completely in keeping with children's access to media and use of media at that age, even though both children were, are, years younger than the age social media company policies allow children to have an account, which is 13. It's not always appropriate for younger children to have access, but it is fairly common. The children conveyed that they had permission to upload videos without parental approval. I can understand why the parent would be upset. They also talked about movies they love and video games they play with their family. But the child's social media access was the area that concerned the parent. I believe the children were conveying honest information They understood the concept of likes and followers. They understood the type of videos people upload and how videos go viral. They talked about videos they emulate, like dance challenges. And the parent was not asking me to remove a word or a sentence. From the first communication, the parent's only position was, remove the podcast. I struggled with how to respond fairly and appropriately. 
I could take the podcast down. That would make the parent very happy. But that would mean the genuine responses and sharing from these kids would not be shared with my listeners in a way that might help others to have more effective conversations with their children. And ultimately, that's the goal of the podcast. The other option was to decline to remove the podcast. After much reflection and conversations with a few respected peers, I decided to leave the podcast up. I sent an email to the parent briefly explaining my reasons. I empathize with the struggle of being a caring parent in today's digital world and the challenges of assuring that our children only use media in the way that we prefer, possibly even in the way that we have vehemently conveyed to our children they should, maybe even with a threat of punishment. Many parents, including myself, have spent time agonizing over how to create appropriate guidelines for our children about their access to digital media and the internet. And still, children will find a way to gain access. The following morning, I received an email from an organization I work with closely. The parent knew of my relationship with this organization and contacted them directly to lodge a formal complaint against me and against the podcast. I was floored. It seemed like the problem had gone from a manageable disagreement to an action meant to directly hurt me professionally. Perhaps that was the intention. Perhaps the parent wanted me to be in as uncomfortable a situation as they felt they were, or to hurt me in a way that would impact me professionally. I'll never know. I simply took the podcast down. Clearly, this parent was not going to stop until the podcast was removed, whatever it took to make that happen. I still feel that the content of the podcast was worth sharing. I feel the children were honest, even if they were exaggerating a bit. They're young children, and young children do sometimes exaggerate. What really sticks with me from the entire experience is the feeling of the parent. I care deeply about children and about the parents that care for them. Caring about children is what led me to want to produce the podcast to begin with. It's been really difficult to reconcile the level of anger this parent felt with my own desire to do good by producing the podcast. I truly want the children that I interview to walk away from the process feeling it was fun and a wonderful experience in every way. Perhaps, perhaps that's naive, but that is my goal. And actually, it's my goal for the parents as well. I have to assume that parents whose children have been interviewed sometimes listen to the podcast and are surprised by what they hear. I hope that leads to conversation and possibly even changes in their home. I would have welcomed the opportunity to have a conversation about what that might mean for this parent in their home. But the end of the story is that the podcast will not be heard by others. This experience happened a few weeks ago, and I've been thinking about it ever since. I've been mulling over and over the process I used to make the decision and ultimately the, the decision itself. Perhaps I should have taken the podcast down as soon as the parent expressed any reservation. I honestly felt at that time that the parent was just a little surprised by what they heard, and once they were assured of the child's privacy, I didn't think it would be a problem. It had never been a problem in the past. In trying to make sense of the entire experience, I finally decided that recording a podcast about it might be my best way to process it. As a person who frequently talks to parents about their children's media use, this entire experience has become a story I will share often. It's a story of a parent perhaps not acknowledging the very real possibility that despite all of the ways in which we aim to protect our children from any number of dangers, 
they can still have those experiences. I will continue to produce the podcast. It's one of my true joys to sit in a room with children and talk to them about their lives, to give voice to their thoughts, interests, concerns, fears, and happiness. I hope that comes across in the podcast, and I hope you'll continue to listen to episodes in the future. I welcome your comments and thoughts. Thanks for listening.